Hello and welcome to the Movie Down Low. I am QC and today we have a special guest with us. Woo! I know we should have a parade or something, right? Right. There should be a parade. <laughs> this is going to... Yes. This is Mama K. Hi! Hello. I'm going to have difficulty calling you that because I don't really ever call you Mama K. No, but Big J does. Big J does. Oh, that's his favorite name. Mama K. He that's always right. says it with a like almost like a snap in there. Right. So this is my mom, actually. So... Hi! I'm, the, I'm her child by birth. Yeah, actual. Actual birth. I was there. Yes. You were, oh, you remember it. That's yeah. a good thing. That's, yes. You know, I know it was only 10 years ago. So. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You're still 28, I'm right? 29. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we we were, um, she just heard herself over my headphones. I'm like, here, you should hear yourselves. Here, you sound like. Yes, I was very disappointed to find out I don't have a very, very girly voice. No, so that was well, disappointing. I mean, it could be worse. You could have the Jennifer Tilly voice. That's true. I always like Jennifer Tilly. So do I. You know, it's funny. I just watched a movie with her sister, Meg Tilly, mm-hmm. and Meg Tilly sounds nothing like Jennifer Tilly. No, I don't think that's Jennifer Tilly's really. No, that's voice. actually her sister. Oh no, but no, I don't think that's her real voice. I, yeah, but I mean, that's a hard voice to keep Listen, up for. I know someone. We won't mention any names. <laughs> okay, but they have one of those voices, and then one day I heard their real voice. So. <laughs> I don't think it's real. Yeah, because Meg Tilly, I just watched a movie called Body Snatchers, and she has that great scene where she's like, where are you going to go? What you going to do? Because there ain't no one like you. That's right. And I was like, she's got that deep, weird, like, creepy, robotic voice. Anyways. So we're continuing our list. Sorry, I need a drink of water. I was parched. (laughs) (laughs) I need a drink of water. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Let me give you a topic. Um, anyway, so we are here discussing, of course, continuing our list of the 75 greatest horror films of all time in no particular order. Only 75 and 1 will be in order. And we are discussing number 23 today. 23? Which is, yeah, 23. So we're up on the list. Yeah, right. it's pretty high. I'm in the top 25. Yeah, that's right. Top 25, Mama K. So what is it? We'll do a little drum roll. Not the Blair roll. Witch Project. Yes. 1999. The, yes. Specifically, it was released... I want to say July, yeah, July 14th of 1999. It came out in Sundance, though, that year, January 25th. So, Blair Witch Project. Do you want to do the synopsis, or would you like me to do it? Um, I could do it. Okay, give so, us a brief synopsis. I, okay, so this movie basically is three kids who are filming a documentary for a college thesis on the Blair Witch, which is like an urban legend of this little town that used to be called Blair, and now it's called Burkittsville, and um, they go and interview people, and then they go to the woods looking for a cemetery, and basically, that's when the horror ensues. So, I know this has spoilers, but we don't want to get to the spoilers right off the bat. No. It's a short movie. It is, yeah. It's... So, um, and it's... Well, the horror ensues, and there can't be a sequel, even though I know there are sequels. I two. use the air quotes. There's two of them, which yeah. we'll discuss in a minute. But um, <clears throat> there can't be any sequels, because everyone dies in this movie, which, there's your spoiler. There's your spoiler. Well, I'm glad Mom and Kay started with that. There is going to be spoilers, <laughs> and, you know, we are from Idaho, so we're trash. Sorry. So there could be some language, but you know what? But if you are from the Pacific Northwest... And you have ever camped in your life, which in the Pacific Northwest here, we do a lot of yes. outdoor camping, hiking, that kind of thing. This movie can really um, 
Well, you know, it puts the right frame of mind. You're never going to go hiking by yourself <laughs> um, or camping. You know, you're not. You don't want to be the first one up, the last one awake, that kind of thing. For quite a while after watching it, the Blair Witch. Yeah, I know. I went outside and had a, and went outside on my front porch, let out the dog, and you're just like, wow, it's um eerily uh, quiet out here. <laughs> and, you know, and I don't live in a small. I live in the city and uh, <laughs> the city, and um, you know, you do live in yeah, a city. city. I don't. No. Live, I live in a town. But you still live in. There's plenty of neighbors yes, around you, yes, and you're saying I have neighbors, but I also had trees. <laughs> and man, those trees make lots of noises. Okay, yes. so let's give a little background on the film. So this was directed by two directors, and the directors are Daniel Murick and Eduardo Sanchez. And they came up with this idea in 1993. Now, I think it's important to state this is not the first found footage horror movie. Right. It's definitely the one that made it big. There was one in 1980 by an Italian director called Cannibal Holocaust, which is terrible and nobody needs to see. But if you really want to subject yourself to nasty torture, go ahead and watch it. It's up to you. But I would never choose to watch it again. But regardless, it is not the first one. And I think that Paranormal Activity tried to copy sort of and I use the air quotes again the the footage kind of theory well there's been a lot of found footage films since I mean it definitely started a huge thing I don't know if it hit off right away I think it took a couple of years for the found footage to really take off but this definitely showed that you could make a film for very little money absolutely. and it still be incredibly effective I, absolutely because this movie is and I am a fan of horror movies well yeah. not really horror it's Define horror movies. I don't really like the movies that are blood, guts, and gore, but I like a good, scary movie. And there had been a long gap before The Blair Witch, for I my ag- purposes, of a very good, scary movie. I would agree with you on that. I mean, I think it's really important to discuss. I mean, and some I, of it does have to do with the fact that we live in the Pacific Northwest, right. and so well, it I does actually think this is scary. I think people who live in the city probably find this movie scarier than people who live in the woods. Because I remember when this first came out, I was very young. Uh, you know, I was eleven. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The keeping the face pretty, but because I love horror movies, you've seen a lot of right. horror movies probably before you should have. <laughs> right, that's true. Well, and not just you, though. Grandma also. Let's yes, not forget. my mother also loved a good horror yeah. movie. So. I'm going to wait until we talk about another movie, but there was one horror movie. Perfectly, it's not terrible. It was PG, but it's frighteningly scary that I saw when I was five, which, shockingly, the fact that I still love horror movies, even though it probably ruined my psyche for years. Chastly? Yeah, is kind of a miracle, actually, and I was afraid of the... Maybe that was the whole point. Maybe because I was so scared of it as a kid, I had to conquer that. We so. were also very afraid of the Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Yes. Just the Keeper. We didn't really watch Tales from the Crypt, but, you know, well, you his, saw the... his poster was everywhere. Uh, my friend had a poster in, a, in her house of him, and you were fascinated yet terrified of him at the same time. Well, that's that curious. I'm very curious human yeah. being, so... Yeah. But they came up with the idea, I think, in 1993. Okay. So they had this idea of, and they, you know, they did some research. The Blair Witch, of course, does not actually exist. But what was so genius was, so they Probably made... Probably an urban legend well, now. It is an urban legend <laughs> now. And actually, it's funny, because when we were kids, we, a lot of people thought it was stupid. When I was, even though I guarantee you most of those 11, 12-year-old kids had never even seen the movie. They just said it because the Blair Witch became a phenomenon very quickly. Sure. Um... But anyway, so they, they, you know, they had this idea and they were ready to go and they hired three actors, unknown actors, who all go by their own name, Heather Donahue, Jeffrey Leonard, or 
Josh. Joshua Leonard. There we go. <laughs> and Michael Williams. So these were all, they went by their real names and they just filmed in the woods in Maryland for eight days. And that was it. And they were not even expecting this to get a theatrical release. They were expecting mm, like right. a Showtime movie right. or, you know, hopefully HBO. <laughs> but most likely they were like pay for cable sci-fi. So when it got accepted into Sundance, and this movie took eight Although it took eight days to film, it took eight months to edit. Well, probably because it couldn't possibly be scripted. Anyone who's seen The Blair Witch knows there's no way this movie is scripted because you've had these arguments with your friends yeah. when you've gotten lost, not necessarily in the woods. You could get lost on a drive and you've had these arguments with your friends. Or your family. Or your family or whatever the case may be. So there probably had to be a lot of editing because the fighting probably was... Well, I'm sure they had to take some of it out, because yeah. I mean, even some of it in the movie now is still a little obnoxious. Well, you, don't, you don't want to watch the fight forever. No, and it, it, some of it's mean. Yeah. But that's how people really fight. You do, right. When you're frustrated and upset, you do... Well, and let's not forget they're all smokers, and they run out of <laughs> cigarettes on, like, day three, because right. they have no intention to be there, so they have no food. No booze. No booze, and they're, you know, they're college kids. No weed, no... Nothing. Nothing, and um, even at one point, they don't have any water. Because yeah, so, someone kicks over the water. So yeah, someone kicks over the water. Something. Right. So he, they had a two and a half hour like rough edit ready to go, and they submitted it to Sundance, and Sundance not only accepted it. Yeah. That noise was the Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> not only did Sundance accept it, this made a huge splash at Sundance. So what the directors decided to do was something very different. They told the actors they could not come to the film festival. And they presented it as a real film. And in fact, and the one we watched, I rewatched it at home. I re- I looked up the original theatrical ending and they don't even show credits at the end of the film. There's just a little blip of who made the movie, but that's it. Nothing. So Artisan, who bought the movie for $1.1 million, this movie that was... I think made for I think total eventually after editing and everything, it was actually sixty thousand, but before it was twenty to twenty five. Bought the movie for one point one million, so great. I'm sure the producers were like, yes. And they, they spent quite a bit of money um on marketing it and they did most of it online. And again, the IMDB page, which was a new page at the time, which is where actors, you know, have all their filmography and they also have all their agents information, showed them missing, presumably dead. So, well, that's really cool. Right. Because, so, yeah. But the three actors were a little frustrated with it because Heather Donahue spoke very openly about it. That, you know, she was, I was broke. <laughs> I was hungry. I was trying to get jobs. And my mom kept calling me to ask if I was still alive because people kept checking with her mom, giving her condolences on her daughter. And she goes, and here I am driving on the freeway in L.A. And there's my face on a poster. <laughs> <laughs> and miss, I'm broke. Like a missing poster? Right. Or and the, Blair Witch. the Blair Witch poster, oh, okay. which is her face. You know, oh, she's yeah, like, her face in the camera. Right, yeah. and she's broke. She's broke. So she was She was um, a little... Fr- and then eventually, you know, um, after the film's release and it got played, they told that this was fake and the actors really were reacting. And then they were able to do the talk show circuit. Now, wasn't there a movie before that did that same thing with the... Uh... Um, I... <laughs> I mean, Cannibal Holocaust was probably the, the first one, but yeah. I don't know if there was... I mean, there's been a lot of mockumentaries before, but I think this is the first one that actually was trying this to... This is Spinal Tap. <laughs> right, this is Spinal Tap. Uh, but this is Spinal Tap was... Everyone knew it was a mockumentary. This is yeah. probably the first one that they were really trying to sell 
or at least get people involved. I mean, and people... Well, it worked. It worked. I, I remember the first time I saw it, you know. It, and the movie... So the best part about it is I don't love the blood, guts, and gore. I just love the good right. scare. And this movie, it's not scary. It's not scary. I mean, it is to the point like, oh my gosh, they really are lost in the woods. But if you watch the beginning of the movie where they tell you, you know, these kids disappeared and a year later this footage was found, you know, and then you watch this movie, you're like, oh my gosh, these are their last days. What yeah. happens to these kids? And then if you watch the interviews, if you don't watch them doing the town interviews, you're not going to understand No, you're them. absolutely not. But it is absolutely terrifying when Josh is calling Heather's name. Yeah. And when Heather turns the camera onto herself and apologizes Which to has been parents, mocked quite a bit, but... I don't. That was real. There's no way you can fake those kind. I. I mean, I know I'm not a cry person. No. I don't. don't Neither. No. We're neither not really very cry people. I don't. I don't really have feelings, but I don't think you can. I mean, tears are flowing. Snot is running out her. Well, and it's funny because she accidentally zoomed out. That was only meant to be her eyes, but because she zoomed out and you saw everything. They actually left it in the film because they thought it, it looked raw. And it is raw. I agree with you 100%. And it, as a girl, as a woman, and in, in 1999, I mean, I, I was still in my 20s. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely You're terrifying. still in your 20s now, right? <laughs> right. But, I mean, that was absolutely terrifying Yeah. to think that she is alone and because at this time she doesn't know where Mike is. And obviously Josh is already lost. Or dead. But he's calling their names so they don't think he's dead. They don't know. You have to put yourself in their place. And that's, that's what true. I love about a scary movie. So this movie made for whatever it was made for. What did you say? $25,000? Yeah. So $25,000. And um, I was afraid. I was afraid after watching this movie, like when reading a good Stephen King book, kind of afraid. I agree with you. And I think what The Blair Witch does really well is that I agree with you. When I first saw it, I was, I don't know if I was in, here. I think because the hype was so big about it. And I was probably too young. I think I was 13 when I first saw it. Because in all reality, this would probably be 13, 14. You're probably okay to show this. Really, there is only just language. They do say fuck a lot. So if you don't like that word, you need to get over it. They do, but it's appropriate. Yeah, I actually didn't mind it. Usually I can't yeah. stand when if it's like every other word. But they're already on edge. And actually, the first 20 minutes or so, they just talk like normal college students. Yeah. And then it's really only when it ramps up, when the the profanity ramps up as well. And it, yeah. it makes sense. You're lost. You're frustrated. You're hungry. And Mike, and, some of the, and only really Josh and Heather know each other. They don't really know Mike. Uh, Josh knows Mike. Josh knows Mike. But yeah. they don't all know each other. Like, right. they, they're not all, you know, they're Heather and Josh are friends. And Josh right. and Mike are friends. But not they're not friends as a group. Right. But when they're lost in the woods and they start rationalizing things like, if I don't call my girlfriend, somebody's going to come looking for right. us. And you're like, It sounds okay. totally believable. Yeah. But they are for real lost. And when you're watching the movie, you're like, how can they be so lost? I mean, come on. You can't. I mean, I agree with Heather. How do you get lost? You know, yeah. eventually you're going to get your way out. But as we know now, they, they weren't. And so like you, I rewatched the movie last night. <clears throat> um in preparation of my first podcast. That's right, in preparation. So, what I want to know, though, 
and this is just one of those things that after you see the initial movie and you're not watching it for the good scare, you're watching it for what do you really think of this movie? Yeah. You know, what do you? What's your favorite part? What's your least favorite part? So my least favorite part is. Um, well, we're not there yet. Let's hold off on that but, for a little bit. No, but where did they find the footage? So in the beginning, yeah. <laughs> they tell you that these kids were lost in the woods, and a year later, this footage was found. And so at the end of the movie, they're in a place. I mean, well, if you, I guess where do the, they find the footage? This is my guess, and I'll, I'm, I'm doing presumptions here, okay? So just hold on a second. <laughs> if they're gone for you, I'm assuming they found the car first, and they went missing. So I'm assuming, with, probably within a year, they just did search parties in the woods. And I mean, I guess these woods are huge, actually, well, in the movie. I don't know, in real life. Well, no, I think... Because Burkittsville's a real place. It, it is, but I think what the theory you're supposed to be is that the witch has cursed them right. and that's why they can't get out of well, the they woods. moved the rocks you don't move rocks did any of these people re- read uh, Stephen no, King right? or and Agatha if Christie you, if you live in the Pacific Northwest you know that there's a thing around here where people will stack rocks like on the river like, the park- grounds. they're yeah. like parkour rocks no they put them on the river oh, like yes. you're floating the river and they're like parkour rocks you know yeah. oh yeah and it oh, Everybody's like, oh, those are so cool. And all I think of is the Blair Witch, man. And don't bump them. You just don't move a pile of rocks. Listen, we have a lot of Native American people that, unfortunately, a lot of us North, not us, of course, but I think about, you know, other Northwestern people killed just to have our land. And then they had to build crappy casinos that we could go gamble all our money in. Okay, I am not moving any rocks near an Indian burial ground because, listen... I don't need to be killed anytime no, soon. No, I'm not superstitious, but I still don't walk in Exactly. Ladders. I always tell people, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm not going into a haunted house. No, because that's how you die, okay? This is called... Okay, I would go in a haunted house. But that's because you're crazy. Anyways, moving on. So let's, I mean, let's... So here's the thing. So the first half an hour you were talking about is mainly just interviews. It's them having fun. You know, what I really like about The Blair Witch, and this is probably like, I want to say my eighth or ninth time seeing this movie now at this point, is that the three leads are not inherently likable. I mean, they're not terrible no, they're people. All assholes. They're, they're all kind of selfish. And they're assholes, yeah, and I they're mean. selfish and they're mean to each other. The fights are mean. I mean, the boys are nasty to the Heather. I mean, there's that scene where Josh has the camera and he's just hounding her and she clearly has serious well, amounts of guilt. Yes. If you've never seen the movie, Heather never turns the camera off. Nope. She videotapes everything, which is the original cause of discord between the three because why is Mike she videotaping? Is, Mike is afraid. And Mike doesn't want to admit that he's afraid. And he wants Heather to turn the camera off. The damn camera off. <laughs> but Heather wants to videotape everything. And it's I like it's just some weird thing that this is what she wants to do. And she, she never turns the camera off. Of course, that's why we have the movie. Right. I mean, but, you have to you have to give a found footage. I mean, I, I have to admit, if there's one com- slight complaint like for believability, eventually that camera would get shut off. But you know what? Well, how did her battery live? Right, like, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Who, you know what? I, I could complain and complain about that all day long, but you're then you're just not, you're missing the point. But it if is you, the movie. It's right. It's the movie. It's like saying and that so, Charlie's Angels is not believable because they can fly in midair. Well, then you saw that in the trailer. Right. So you need to just move on. <laughs> Choose where you're going to draw a line. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, when Josh does turn the camera on to Heather and he's like, you know, how does it feel? How does mm-hmm. it feel? Make a movie, Heather. Here's your scene. You know, and he's like, you're trapped in the woods. You've got no food. You've got no water. And, and there's something a fucking is witch hunting. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, when they do, you know, when... And that seems real to me that when Heather's crying and... Oh, yeah. You know, and she wants Josh I, I to I felt bad of her. I felt bad for her, and even then, though she was kind of... And then Mike kind of takes the peacemaker role... 
which originally was he's Josh. kind of the scapegoat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did throw the map in the water. So. Well, they all, they all did. I think they all did wrong things. She is incredibly dogged in the fact that she is making this documentary. There's nothing stopping her. No, we're fine. We're not lost. Sure, I know exactly where I'm going. I mean, there's a little bit of delusions. And, and, and controlling. And, and very she, controlling. She has kind to of, keep the map. She has right. to do all this. Well, and I, you know, and she, a lot of people have gone, like, up and down, like, saying that this was a feminist film because there's a woman in charge, or it's a misogynistic film because she's the one who ruins everything. I don't think it matters that she's a woman at all. I don't think it's about her being a woman. I think it's no. about her being a first-time director trying to be like, this is going to be my big break. And, you know, she's like, I don't want this to be cheesy. And then you see some of the shots that they film early, and you're like, it's kind of cheesy, Heather. But... That's something that absolutely a 23, 24-year-old student who really believes in their talent and really thinks that this is their shot would say and would try to do. And I'm glad, like, uh, what did you say when something kind of, something attacks their, okay. Yeah. So we should tell about the movie. So they do the interviews. Yeah. And then with the townspeople, which, you know, is like when they interview people about, you know, when you find out you have a serial killer in a town of 45, Mm -hmm. you know, it's It's, super, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So there's like an old guy who tells the story of the Blair Witch, which is much like when our, you know, parents told the story of the man with the hook or. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah, I think every community has got the urban legend life. Right. Um, And it was very realistic, very believable. And everyone has slightly different variations on what it is. Right. And these kids drive a crappy car and they've got these humongous packs and off into the woods they go. And they have a, like, Sony video recorder. And And one that they borrowed. Right. And it's like, it's a black and white 16 millimeter. Like, it's a decent camera. It's definitely a film camera, but it's like a film camera. he borrowed it from... Yes. the college. Yeah, from the college. So and they have this, like, this weekend. Borrowed steel. Right. They and, don't know. You know, technicality. Oh, and they also have the the big, giant sound stuff. That's what Mike's there. He's a sound guy. Right. Um, also borrowed, I believe, from his dad. But I think his dad actually knows about this Yeah. <laughs> so, so off they go into the woods in their crappy car. And and the first day goes and, pretty well. And the, Yeah, and they're looking for this cemetery because mm-hmm. they're still checking out their Blair Witch theory and they think they get lost honestly in day one but heather's not willing to admit that they're lost because they keep saying oh just one more mile and she goes no 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 it's this is the woods you're gonna have to take detours and you know and she keeps saying the compass tells me this and she's she's the the map map. i have the map don't worry i know where we're going and and they do show that before they go into the woods she has her field guide her book mm-hmm. about the Blair Witch and which is all she was very form. naive though and and she admits that in yeah. the movie so off they go so of course they get lost day one they set up camp and they start a fire no they didn't have a fire so the first yeah. night is pretty yeah, normal the first night's pretty normal and they they do find well the, the do, rock piles the rock piles which they think is the graveyard I'm not sure if that's the actual graveyard I think a graveyard is when they come across all the um the people, the voodoo stick, but they don't. People. They don't know. But they don't come across that till day That's two. That's almost the end. Yeah, yeah, towards towards oh, the middle day of the three, film. I think. No, it's towards the middle. You're right. It's towards the middle. So they day one, they don't set up a fire. Everything's right. fine. They don't hear anything. The second day, they're still hiking. This is when they find what they think is the rock graveyard. Right. And they set up fire, but there's already a little dissension of the group. Mike believes well, they walked for a long time. Mike were... really right. Mike's really believes that Heather doesn't quite know what she's doing. And Mike's, I think Mike's creeped out, freaked out. You know, there's mm-hmm. always one in a group. You know, if you if you yeah. take five people into the woods, 
somebody is going to be creeped out and yet not want to admit it. And right. they, they play their characters very well, and Josh is still the... He's the peacemaker. Peace. He's trying yeah. to keep the peace between the two. It's clear that Heather is very comfortable in the woods, while the boys, it's funny, the boys clearly aren't and, as comfortable. Right. And she's bossy and... Yes. And pragmatic and very... Yeah. yeah. And they, they find the rock formation, and Josh, I think, is actually the one who knocks over he the is. rocks, the first one. And they and she puts it back, and she's like, no, 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 don't do this. And they set up camp there. And that's the first night they And they hear, start to fire. Fire, fire right. Because that's important to them. To them, even though it... It they, will become important, important later. To them, right. And they hear snapping. It, that's what it is. It's tree snapping or walking... And both the boys kind of pass it off as an animal, and Heather's like, that doesn't even sound like a deer. Well, and there's like this, like, uh, almost like a Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know what it is. It's Without all the terrible noises. acting and yeah, sex. Yeah, it's, it's some <laughs> weird noises that they're hearing, besides tree snapping. Right, there's definitely some weird things, but it, it's subtle the first night right. they hear it. But Mike but will not... let's not forget, Josh has knocked over the rock pile. Right, and Mike, and she wants to go out and get the shot and CP, and Mike will not do it. The first night. He's like, no, sorry, I'm going back to bed. Peace out. So the second night is when things start to kind of go, after the second day, they're supposed to be back. Right. This is a weekend camping. The weekend camping Hike. trip, which I will tell everybody, as a, both of us are bosses, when you go camping and you're like, I'm going to be on two days, take four days. You never know when you go camping if your car's going to get stuck, if you can't get out of your campsite. It don't matter because these kids is never going to see their car again. And I just, you, we, we just, the I just want to see audience, that. we know this. I just want to see that as a public service announcement to us. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> Take more than two days off is what I'm saying. Anyways, so they're all worried because they all have to get back to work and return equipment and blah, blah, blah. And, and they hike for 15 hours. hours and nothing. But they don't get, they don't get, they, Heather is convinced she knows where she's going. She's just like, we just, we're just, it's, it's sorry, guys. So they camp the second night and there's still some, there's some argument, but there's still some laughter this time. This is their. Oh, but the dissension has started. The dissension has started. Mike and Heather very much dislike each other. Yes. And it's obvious. And Josh is just kind of the chill dude of the group at the moment. Yeah. And he's trying to just keep the peace and let's just have a map check and blah, blah, blah. And she, she finds it, I think she almost finds it insulting when people... Yeah. yeah right, definitely. which doesn't help so that she's being defensive and Mike's being obnoxious. I think that's the best way to and, describe and it. And let's not forget, she hasn't turned the camera off yet. Yep. So. so, and this is when they're... Start- so this is the night where they the, the tent gets attacked. Remember, this is the night where the... This is the first... Well, they first hear the voices... Right, a baby crying. Baby, baby crying. Screaming. Yeah, something of that nature. And then the and tent they find gets... the bundle of sticks. Yep, and it it's pretty intense. And that's, I think, when they first start to realize... I mean, and you know, I almost forgot about the opening thing, credits, like the, the kids were never found. Right. I'm like, well, one of them's gonna live. Maybe she's just hiding, you know? Mm. No, you start to realize, oh, I don't know if this is gonna end well. Yeah. Yeah. And then and it, it, there's differing stories about the Blair Witch when they're interviewing people. And yeah. one is the crazy guy who came out of the woods and said it's finished. Yeah. And he killed seven children. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always make them face the wall before he murdered the other one. And they, they found mm-hmm. those children. Yeah. Well, but then there's another story about... Each one of their stories. Mary, the, the woman with the kid, the older man. Parts of their stories are... Happen in the film. Right. Um, and then they start finding the voodoo, 
stick figures. That for me, when they find all those stick figures. Well, that's when Josh loses it. That's when Josh loses it and he starts. And and his stuff gets slimed. That's right. when their tent gets attacked. Attacked. And that's when their stuff gets slimed and. Just Josh's. Just Josh's. And he really starts, and he starts to get mean and aggressive, and and Heather is still being slight defensive. She's even... extremely defensive, I think. And it's funny because that's when the rules change, because Mike and Heather sort of form this, like Mike becomes kind of protective of Heather because Josh is so mean. Well, and that really actually happened in real life, I guess. In real life, because most of this was all improvised and they actually wanted them to fight, so they tried to make the fights as real as possible. In real life, Joshua Leonard and Heather Donahue did not get along and they fought heavily and that's why uh, Josh goes missing <laughs> because they they probably couldn't deal with it. Because Heather Donahue said, "I've had of, enough." <laughs> no, they they had enough. The crew yeah. and Mike and her. Mike was originally supposed to die first, and he was the antagonist. And in, in the end, he ends up becoming, which I actually think happened. It feels more natural. It feels more realistic. Yeah, he's the, definitely our hero. That the two people who know each other would be the ones who lost it right. on each other because. Well, it makes more sense. Since he find, he doesn't re, she doesn't know he you know basically he thinks she's being stupid, and not admitting her mistake, and he think and she thinks he's being rude and disrespectful. You wanted this just as much as I did. Right. Why are we fighting about this? Right. Whereas Mike's like, let's not just fight, let's work together and get right. out of here. And so they don't light a fire. Mike's like, we're not going to light a fire this time. Yeah, because that's when. The creepy stuff happens when we light a fire. First night, no fire, nothing creepy. Yeah, for us, that his, that's his theory. That's his theory, which is actually not a terrible theory. I'm glad he came up with that. So he and they decided to do watches too, and they're laughing and Heather sewing some of their pants up, doing a right. you know they're really trying to get along and apologizing for the terrible mean things they said because Mike threw the map in the creek, yeah. creek, creek. I don't know Whatever. creek in the water in the water. He threw it in the water. <laughs> And he thought it was funny because the There's map was no useless. Map. <laughs> and they were, and Heather freaks out. I mean, trill. Yeah. And, um, you know, there, nothing happens in, to them. And then Josh goes missing. They wake up in the morning and there's no Josh. And all his stuff is there. All the stuff is there. And Heather at this point is despondent. And now you can see, like, her face went from maybe, you know, at times terrified, at times frustrated. But always, we're going to live. So, she was very defiant on the fact that they cannot be lost. This is America, which is a little naive. <laughs> and we've depleted all our natural resources, so right. you can't really get lost and blah, 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 blah. I will say, though, this is probably 50 minutes into the movie, and yeah. it's only an hour and 20 minutes. If that. So once Josh goes missing, because there isn't a lot of time. No. In, in if you take this as a realistic thing, which is what they were doing here, mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of time once Josh goes missing that the rest of it can't happen. No. They're not going to spend five days look, you know, sitting there waiting for Josh yeah. to come back. The movie, t- it takes place in about, it's a four days that the, by the time right. the film ends, I think we're on day four. Right. And that makes more sense to me. And I like the fact that throughout the whole film, it builds and builds and builds. In fact, the scary, the most intense scene is probably the tree, the tent shaking when they're running. And I think the scariest scene to me is still... Up until the end, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But... Even then, it's nothing happens. It's actually when happens. they run out of the tent. That's what I'm talking and about. When they're yeah. running out of the tent and they ball the camera and she's like, what is that? And, you know, they're screaming. And, right. But and we don't even see, see what's... Heather chasing. Right. We we're never not see... even sure who she... If it's Mike or Josh she's right. chasing. But her boots aren't tied so she's way far behind and they right. all just bolt like, you know, right. like their tent's been but attacked. But this is before 
any of the sliming, any mm-hmm. of the sticks. This is, it's intense. It so is. then. It's a butt cheek clincher. Yeah. <laughs> when they find the sticks with Josh's hair and what presumably looks like a tooth. Yeah, Although, but no, only Heather finds that, and Heather she never tells does Mike. Mike, which is f- creepy. When she finds that, that is just to me. That is when my heart sank because that's when you realize this is going to be a bleak, realistic, dark movie about this. You know, it's sad. It's sad. These are young kids. Whether or not, yes, they're selfish and obnoxious. They're not bad people, and they're not. And you know, and when she does that confessional, which has been mocked quite a few times. You know, that it scary was, movie. That it was fake or what? And just because I think oh, it's the the snot that was running down. People thought that was you know too much. But to me, the reason I don't think that was too. I much don't think so either. If you are terrified in the woods and hungry and cold, and your friend has just disappeared, there's going to be some snot. Well, and she also <laughs> she really just feels like this is there is no hope. It's and the, this it's is the her first fault. time that she feels admits hopeless. that yeah. she is give, She's scared. She's really, a, she knows she's going to die. She feels like it's her fault. She feels that she got lost and didn't admit it because she was so intent on making this documentary. And I think the reason she still has the camera at this point, and I something that they're said to her, she says, is because I think she, she's documenting what's happening to them. Yeah, almost as a way of saying, "Please help." And yeah. Eventually, she's like, "I can't put this down because I feel like we're not going to live." She never says that. Like she never blatantly says that. Yeah, you definitely forgive her for the filming because there are parts when you're watching it earlier on that you're like, "Oh my gosh, stop filming, stop filming." <laughs> yeah, you're being rude. But now, towards the end, you're like, "No, you're filming just to to document your last, last moments. moments." And it's you're just hoping that people will find you guys and realize you fought and you did everything you could and you weren't always. And you know, and Mike and Heather now at this point are in the tent. Um, when they find, remember he, before this, they find, "Hey, I found a cigarette." <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, which is like, I would so I think. Almost was, I mean, in my opinion, of cigarettes in I think the it was planted. His bag. I think it's implanted. But you know what? I'm glad because at least they have both had a moment of just <laughs> right, reprieve. That's joy, right? Like, oh my gosh. And so they, they're, they're having good moments about, you know, they're going to, what's their favorite things? Yeah. And what do, what do you like eat? to do? What do you like to do on Sundays? And <laughs> Heather liked to go hiking. And they kind of laugh. And she says, I feel like that's going to change for me. <laughs> and so there's some joking there. And mm-hmm. then they hear Josh in the woods. And it's it's disturbing. And he's the, screaming help. And they they take off. They go look. Not the first time, actually. Well, no, because that's right. He Mike hollers back, and he's like, I feel like if it was Josh, he'd tell me where he was, because he's hollering, right. tell me where you are, tell me where you are. And it's the second night, and it's the second night when, when she has a confessional that they've decided, screw it, we're lost, we're left, we're being hunted, right. as she says, which is a disturbing thing I think as a human being I know if I said I was being if I admitted to being hunted that would disturb me severely yeah. you you know we're at the top of the food chain you know yeah. you I don't think of I don't think I ever go around the in the world thinking I'm gonna be hunted right. but I think once you have that feeling and it, hunted by something you can't see and prevent. don't know what it is yeah and that, what it's I, like being hunted by a bear what I really yeah what I really like about the Blair Witch is that the movie Never answers whether it's supernatural or not. Nope. No, because when they do the interviews, the the one guy says it's a crazy old man who mm-hmm. lived in the woods. Crazy Mary says it's a witch. Right. And then the lady says it was an urban legend about um, some voodoo. Voodoo, yeah. And it kind of mixes the three of them together. That house that they go to, 
which geniusly is both filmed in black and white. Which, by the way, I forgot to tell you, 16mm stuff is all black and white, which yeah. I like that there's contrast. And they go back and forth. Then you go back and forth. It makes the woods look even more <laughs> disturbed. Those yeah. branches in this movie, I have to say, those branches really look sometimes like, yeah. like something out of like a... Um, I can't even think of the name of the painter, but the painter who painted lots... I will look it up and post on Twitter... The one who did all the paintings of hell, and I'm blanking on the name. I just oh, had it. I don't it. remember his name. But, but yeah. you know, the 16th, yeah. um, those trees kind of look like hell yeah. at times. Like it really does look like a very abstract version with those branches all in the shots and the black and white of hell. But of the descent into at this hell. Point, you know, Mike becomes kind of our hero because. As they're running to the... Hearing Josh call help. He's like, I found him. I'm... Yeah, and he's... And, and he just runs into the house to save his friend, obviously, well, without... So I appreciate that Mike is that kind of a and friend. And he starts off the most afraid and becomes, in a way, the, the most, most... Yeah, yeah. Like he's heroic. willing... Yeah. yeah even the though the, it doesn't really work it, out well, for him anymore. He will be the last to die. Yeah, and that scene where they go into the house, and at first the house just looks like an abandoned home... And, and then they stairs and then little, you see the handprints. Yeah, but, hand but you never see if it's like how, like it's never. Because those are in black and white. Right. Well, and on top of that, I like the fact that, I mean, normally like an hour before then Heather would have stopped. We're filming this. Get the CP. You know, right. I don't care that we're getting. But here she doesn't care. She's right. just more like. Well, oh then, my God! Like in the we house, need... Josh says Heather's name, which we all know. If you've ever been to a haunted house of any kind, never say your own name <laughs> no. because the spooks in the house will chant it. Oh, um, really quickly, will you do me a favor and make sure things are plugged in back there? It's... Oh, hmm? you have to turn the power. Oh, that would make sense. Sorry, I was like, <laughs> sorry, my battery was dying. I'm like, excuse me, we I were doing our own little Blair Witch power no, drain. <laughs> um, so, but then they, you know, and then he's like, oh, he's downstairs. I hear him. I would never go down. I'm not going to, first off. Well, Heather has no choice because yeah. being the last one there, you either are on your own. Well, and then she doesn't hear Mike. That's right. really... He, he's very, very loud and very communicative, which is great. It's a great thing. And then all of a sudden it stops. And then she just starts screaming bloody murder. And she's But keeps, she keeps going. She keeps going. And then you see Mike standing in the corner. And Facing all this the wall. Fall and, and then the camera falls. And, and then that's the end that's of the it. movie. And, and Heather... There's kind of a cry. Not like a yell, but you like hear she's like crying. You hear like a thump, too. That's when Mike goes down. No, you hear, remember, if the very end of her movie, when that, right before oh, the yeah, camera falls, yeah, yeah. it's almost like she's been bludgeoned. But you yeah. don't know. Yeah, you know nothing. And, and that's how they left it. And then you, and then it's directed by, written, directed, and edited Well, by. no, there's like this long pause, you know, because yeah. the, the, like, 16 millimeter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, creepy. Yeah, which is probably the creepiest thing It's such ever. a genius film. And then after you watch this movie, you have to watch, like, um, Care Bears movies. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's a really bleak <laughs> ending. It's done. I mean, listen, this is definitely a horror movie that doesn't give you, like, the, even, yes, a lot of horror movies give you a jolt ending. Like, if you think about, I know what you did last summer, which always did the dream sequence <laughs> sure. ending. The terrible movies, but they always did the dream sequence <laughs> yeah. endings. But this doesn't even give that. There's no hope nope. for these people. And nope. I think it's just, you're just like, um... <laughs> Can I get a hug? <laughs> a little piece of my soul died with that, if I had one. No. But, so, yeah, it's but it's a great movie because it is. it's scary. And then, you know, a few months ago, um, I watched whatever the re... I don't know if it's a remake. The new one. Yeah. And, um, 
First of all, let me just tell you, if you're out there and you want to make a scary movie, the scariest thing to people is the unknown. Okay, so let's not ruin it. I never needed to see The Witch. And, and, and now that I've seen it... Not interested. I'm not even scared. That, I don't... I think the movie was made for $5 million. That movie was made for $5 million. This movie is 60000 That movie... It, it's too much going on. The Absolutely. last half an hour is just a lot of, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And people being drug away constantly. Yeah, and lots of screaming and lots, lots of, of blood. And, and even then, it's not even, I mean, it's not that, and the new one isn't that gory. It really isn't. It's no. just more like, because you don't see in it. But here's the thing. If you're going to be bloody, show it to me. I hate when people, sh- don't, I don't like that. You either do it or you don't. Right. I thought the new one was fine, but I was not right. interested. And every time someone makes the first Blair Witch sequel, <laughs> which came out a year after that one, don't see The Book of Shadows. Oh my gosh. I don't know what they were thinking. It is like some bad goth mall trip that you would go to see. It's bad. Well, you know, but at least they didn't try the same thing. I'll give them credit for that. It's like, uh, not that I want to, you know, throw people under the bus, but like, you know, if you've seen the movie The Village. Mm-hmm. We've all seen some uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies. But the first time you saw The Village... The very first time. Go back to the first time. Okay. Okay. You really enjoyed it. I only saw it, it once. Okay. But you really enjoyed it until they ruined it. Right? I and mean. Once I realized were, that the ending was basically like. It, to me that movie You was, were enjoying the suspensefulness of it. And what could it be? And trying to figure it out. Yes. And all this I would kind agree. Of stuff. Yes. Just like the movie Signs. You really enjoyed it. But see Signs. I actually didn't. I, the ending didn't ruin it. To no, me the, the village. The ending of Signs was perfect. Perfect. To me the village is the, like a crossword puzzle. It really was, and then, but it's almost like once you got the first word, then the rest of yeah, the words it, once were you too finish easy. it, you just crumple it up and throw it in the trash. Like, yeah. what, there's no, there's no substance. And here's the thing: the village to me, that ending is one of the stupidest endings. I, I can't get into it. I'll go on a rampage. I watched a movie, like an independent movie about um, some. I don't even know what it was called, which is I'm really terrible at. I don't yeah. see Ginkgo Biloba. <laughs> so I do a lot of, you know that one guy who's in that one movie yes. with that one girl? Um, but this was a movie about um, Puritan girls. And it, it was came out... I, well, I had recently watched The Witch. And okay. so I, I won't talk about that one today. But, no, because well, um, that so, one is going to come up so, soon. But I had seen this on, like, it's on Hulu or Netflix or right, something right, like that. Right. But it's about these girls who bring in another girl into their little village. And it literally takes place in an Amish community where they... It sounds you know, familiar. And anyway, it's a documentary mm-hmm. with the videotaping people. And these girls are being accused of being witches. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's a similar to the Blair Witch. Gosh, it's not coming to me, but I'm, I'll think about it later. Yeah, and I'll see if I can look it up too. But it's it's actually it's slow, which the Blair Witch actually has some moments where you're watching it going, okay. Uh, see, I think the Blair Witch moves pretty well. If, it no. does move along pretty well, but when they're having it's a, short, when they thankfully. are having that argument in the woods that lasts, you know, when they okay, that one I would I would agree with you there. And and Mike is throwing the thing and there's the mm-hmm. fist fights and Heather continues to videotape yeah, the, the, the boys fighting rather than break up the fight it's just like if you know just shut off the I camera I never for liked him. the show All in the Family because if I wanted to listen to people argue all day I would just turn Go off home. the TV and, you know, <laughs> I come from a big family small house that's what I'm saying so. um, I yeah I'm not going to disagree with you I, I think the Blair Witch first off it's, it's the time it came out it was very well reviewed we should say 87% on Rotten Tomatoes 81 on Metacritic but I do think there was a backlash. The movie ended up making $250 million total, which to this day is the, for versus budget, is the most profitable film of all time. Like, yeah. But I think the problem was that it became so 
ubiquitous so quickly. So, like, this movie, this is what it is. I think a lot of people forget, think, make fun of it, or go, oh, this is stupid, or oh, this isn't scary. You know, and to be fair, horror is very subjective, similar to comedy. Because, like, for example, I don't think Adam Sandler is funny at all. I know there are plenty of people who do. Great for you. Not for me. Sorry. He's obnoxious. I don't want to hang out with him. There are plenty of people who don't... Some of the movies who that I've seen, everyone's like, this is stupid. I'm like, well, you have no taste. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but it's just because it's horror is subjective. And the Blair Witch Project is subjective. If I'm being nitpicky, if I'm going to pick something that I think doesn't really work in the film, other than the camera. Um, Ooh, okay, I'll really tell you. A thinker there. I know, I really have to. Well, there's not a lot. It's such a lean film that I don't think it, it really... I will say this, maybe the first couple of interviews, you're a little like, all right, let's get on with it. Let's get to the woods. Yeah. Even though the interviews are important, you know, it's just, I just didn't care enough. I mean, it's, I either spend a little bit more time there or a little less. I feel like it's kind of nondescript a little bit. Like, especially if they're doing a documentary, I would have liked to see those interviews maybe, instead of at the beginning of the film, intercut. Well, with them yeah, in the woods. Just remember, though, she's making a documentary and she never finishes it. So That's this true. Is just the raw footage. That's true. That would I just would have been more interesting if maybe they're like we, you know, or they showed him at the end, or yeah, or maybe like in between, like the them what happened to them versus her documentary shots. I would have thought that would have been kind of yeah, interesting. But we're supposed to be watching uncut. Air That's quotes. true. That's true. Okay. Um, I will say John Carpenter infamously said that this movie was the first horror movie he'd ever seen that didn't have a director. Which I do understand what he's saying, because in all reality, these kids filmed this whole movie. Yeah, they really did. And the directors just kind of told them, this is where you're going. I mean, it was a very interesting and very different filming exercise, which is why I think it, it's, it's been trying to be replicated. No one's ever quite matched it, because there was something, you know, it was completely improvised. It was... So, my least favorite part of the movie is actually one of the things that makes it the best. So, I don't like movies that are filmed in darkness all the time. Yeah. You know, shadows and whatnot. I don't have great vision, so it's <laughs> irritating to me. But this movie, I mean, lots of it takes place in the pitch black. Yeah. I mean, where all you see is whatever the camera, you know, whether that's Josh or Mike running ahead of Heather, and it's just this little white figure booking it through the that's woods. That's true. You know, so, I guess I hate and love that you, simultaneously it's, it's important to have the, the it's important to have those scenes but it's also important all right so what Wait, is, and you have to build yourself up in this movie yes so i i really think people if you haven't seen the blair witch project please give it a second chance or if you've seen it and you were like eh, give it a second chance and watch it by yourself at night and tell me you're not you may be oh it's fine it wasn't that bad then you go outside what's that noise it's this movie to me is very reminiscent of an old-time scary movie i loved it We'll give it five stars. Oh, we haven't done stars yet. We'll do stars yet. We we do in tens because Jordan got confused with stars and that was a whole big long thing you missed. Well, I really... (laughs) What's your most memorable scene? Let's go with that. Memorable and horrific are not the same thing. Okay. So most memorable scene is... Hmm. That's a good one. So, of course, Heather with the camera in her face. um, Or... When it becomes dead silent in the house and she's going down the stairs and she's just like sobbing like, I mean, she knows this is, this is it and she's going to find them both dead down there, which of course, you know, I mean, we just, never find Josh. No. So, um, and Mike is just facing the wall. But we find parts of Josh. I'm just not. <laughs> just a tooth. Just in a, a hair. There's and some hair. some hair. Yeah. Which is creepy. Yeah. Um, 
and you you know they never tell you what it is so i think that 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 is probably the the part that sticks out the most she's just like going down the stairs like a petulant child who's been grounded yeah to the basement or something i don't know it's yeah it's pretty bad yeah most horrific so most horrific scene is when she comes around the corner and mike is facing the wall yeah i mean but the butt clincher scene is definitely the run when somebody attacks their tent and they're running through the woods. So my most memorable scene uh, in the film is probably if I have to choose when they wake up and they find the three rocks next to them. Three rock piles. And that is so creepy because it's just subtle. Yeah. And they actually didn't know there's gonna be three rock piles. So I liked that their reaction. It just feels real. This movie feels incredibly well, didn't believable you say, and though, realistic. That they were just given script outlines. They weren't given real Correct. Scripts. They didn't know who was going to really die. Know. They didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah, so that was genius. But I think it works because it feels real. And yeah. then we, But here's the thing. A lot of people say, well, that means that they weren't really acting. I say no, because they're impro- improvised. They had to improvise everything on the spot. The movie wouldn't work if they didn't know how to improvise. Well, they're obviously acting. I mean... Yeah, they may have not liked each other, and yes, they may have had to live with each other, because they, they, they actually had to camp with each other in a tent. Yeah, which like original reality TV, really. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, that's yeah, right. And I'm not a big fan of no. a lot of reality TV. No, if only someone did this to the Kardashians. <laughs> okay, we can keep Chloe, but the rest of them need to... And I don't the, know. You know how I feel about the Kardashians. I hate the Kardashians, but at least Chloe's funny. Um, so for me, the... <laughs> sorry, that was kind of mean. <laughs> but to me, the most horrific scene... Okay, I, I'm going to let you have the house since you chose it. So that would be mine as well. But I'm going to go ahead and choose as my second most horrific okay. scene. Is when they find, when she finds the, the the bundle of Josh's tooth and hair. But what really creeps me out about that, her reaction's very believable. And then she goes and wipes off her fingers in the creek so she can't scare Mike. To me, the reason that was so horrific is that's what a real person would do who didn't want their friend to know. Right, because Mike had been... He needs that hope, yeah. and she knows that, and she doesn't have any hope left to give him. Right. So she, instead of her telling him, she just hides it, and it's so sad, and it's when you realize, oh, they're gonna all going to die. Right. This is not going to end well. And it, even though there's that dread, it's still tons of suspense. So... We do a 0 through 10 rating system here. So if you want to give this... So since Mama K, you are the guest, I will allow you to do the star rating. Oh, okay. Or the 10... It's not star, it's just 0 through 10. Oh, so 10 being... The best, 0 being the worst. Okay, so if 0 is the worst and 10 is... Okay, so 1, the Blair Witch Project is never as good as it is the first time you've seen it. So there is that. See, I think it's better... You have to take that into consideration. You have to admit, though, you were more scared the first time you saw it. I was more scared the second time, actually. Well, that's because you were by yourself. <laughs> in the woods. I remember I went to a cabin to make fun of it. And I was like, um, this was a mistake. And I'm frightened. And actually, I think it's because I was a little older. Um, and so you understood it. More. I understood more of the disturbed. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would definitely, I mean, of horror, of scary horror movies, I, I, this is up there in my top 10 favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I know you give it a 23. It's 23. 23 mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely in my top 10. So I'm going to give it, I'll give it eight stars. At a ten, mm-hmm. you would give, I'm gonna give it. Believe well, it. if it's only five stars, you know, no, then you have to go for. I know if it was only five, though, you have to give it a five because it's you not can a give three. Give it a ten. Now I don't because there are. Okay, nine. I'll give there it. There you go. I think that's right because that's actually what I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a nine point five out of ten. 
because I do think I agree with you. There's some moments, but for me, this is, I mean, pretty much anything. If you're top 25, you're probably going to be nine or higher. You know, they could have made it a little scarier if we had more than one tent. That could have added some fear. I'm glad they didn't. I actually just... No, I'm glad they didn't, but can you imagine the suspense that would have added if they were all sleeping in their own tents and then you that, wake up that's and Josh true. is I missing? Would have, I would have agreed with you that, but then look what they did with the Blair Witch where they added more people and more tents and it's still, it was... Terrible. Ter- I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was just... Oh, it's terrible. It's mediocre. It's, it's like a two. Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, so see, I think it's a three, but it's pretty, It's a two. It's a number two, okay? It is a number two. Oh. <laughs> you know, and... Oh, see, Jordan that said this was going to go take an hour, and we're almost there. He's like, they are talkers. Talk, talk, talk. We are talkers. We definitely we get this that a, from each other. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. So I really think if you haven't seen it in a while, and you were like, oh, it was lame, or oh, I didn't like it, please rewatch the film. Oh, absolutely. And really. I'm sorry if we kind of went around in circles, because we do have a tendency to talk. And, and just go off topic. Yeah. And yeah that's but all right. But it's okay. It was more it, fun that way. It's it authentic. is a great scary movie. I like an old-fashioned scary movie. This is definitely old-fashioned. And this is old-fashioned scary movie. With new technology. Yes. it's this. left, But it's left to your imagination to make it scary. So I feel like if you were someone who enjoyed Stephen King books... I'm not necessarily Stephen King movies because sometimes people ruin his movies. Almost um, 75% but if you, of the time. If you enjoy the suspense of a Stephen King book, mm-hmm. this movie has that same kind of suspense. But this is not a jump scare movie. We no. should let people know. In fact, no. that's one of the reasons I really love it. I don't love jump scare films because to me it's cheap. That's not scary. That's like, boo, gotcha. I mean, yes, it's right. scary at the moment, but it doesn't. I'm not afraid to go home at night. Right. This is a movie that is subtle. And I actually enjoy the subtleties, and I think that that's what really makes it work. And the fact that it stays with you for a very long time. It I does. was going to sleep, and I'm like, um, I'll put on a little. I wanted a nightlight, <laughs> so I just put right. my phone on the flashlight and dealt with it. Right. Um, so next week we are going to be doing a double feature. Woo! We are going to be doing a movie. It's funny that you brought up how much you don't like blood, guts, and gore, because the next next week it is a incredibly blood, guts, and gore. We are going to be talking about. Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead, and Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead 2. <laughs> oh, but I enjoyed those movies. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. They're a different kind of enjoyment. No, I know what you meant by when you say blood, guts, and gore. I think it's just torture. No I, don't, one... I don't like gratuitous um, And if it's gratuitous, it needs blood. to be funny. Yeah, if you've ever watched the movie, I always use this as my example of unnecessary bloodshed, and it's the movie Face Off. Uh, not that that movie doesn't have a lot of its own problems. <laughs> the besides. fact that Nicolas Cage and John Travolta look nothing alike and they right. just change a face and all of a sudden they're that Right, thing. they don't even have the same color eyes, but no. whatever. Um, but that movie has a lot of unnecessarily unnecessary violence and I use that as my gauge. So that's my kind of dislike. See, I, don't, I wouldn't even mind the unnecessary violence and, and face off if I could just buy the premise for two Frickin' seconds. Yes, and there's, you know, but I love a good scary movie. See, and, and this from, one's right up there. So. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. And, and don't forget to review. Yes. And you can even tell everybody how deep my voice is. I promise I am a girl. I don't know. I was very. You sound like a woman, mom. It's okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I wish I could tell you what she said because I literally <laughs> we had we we were supposed to start this like ten minutes before like before we started it, and we had to literally take a moment to just 
pee her pants laughing because she thought her voice sounded similar to Melissa Etheridge's That's All I'm Gonna Say, and I'm just gonna <laughs> let you take that, but you will. <laughs> and, and I hope I didn't ruin the podcast with my ramblings. I do. I thought you Tennessee. were a fabulous guest. I enjoyed you, and it I prefer ramblings. that I am his mama case. No, I would tell you. When, when have I ever held back, okay? <laughs> no, I really thought it was a good time. And you guys, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts on Anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify. And, and leave a review. Yes, and read those views. And make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're at the real CML1688. If you guys get any questions, we may possibly answer what them. What was that email again? It's at the real CML1688. All right. Ask us some questions. We'll answer it on air next time. Maybe I'll have Big J read them. Or if you re- leave a nasty comment, maybe I'll have Big J read it. And yes, I'm all down for nasty comments about myself, too. You can do that, because I find them hilarious. Yes, and you will be back very shortly in a week, I in a, know, two weeks. I guess I get to review I the get witch. a couple more movies. You get, you get about, because The Witch, because we have argued about The Witch. We have? I would I would suggest for The Witch, we might need <laughs> we might need to make sure that we... <laughs> we might have to have a script. Yeah, we might need a little and bit of then, script, because we um, could argue about this movie for a while. And then I guess at some point, I'm going to get one of my... The very first scary movie I ever saw on my own. Yes. Not counting what I've seen, because my mother's a huge scary movie fan. Don't swear. Well, I'm not going to say it. But no. the first movie I chose to go to a theater, and I was 13, and so... That is that's kind of what exciting. I can tell you. Um, and it was my very first scary movie. So, so, I mean, of my own accord that I so, watched without an adult. <laughs> so next week is going to be, um, we're going to have The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2. Big J will be back next week. Oh, Big and then, J, we miss you. And then Mama K will be back again very quickly. And we'll be doing The Witch. And then we will be having another guest host, Tiffy. And she will we will be talking about the conjuring so that's what's oh, coming that's, up that's tiffy's right yeah tiffy loves that movie yeah. so that's what's going to be coming up so thank you so much again for listening to us and i hope you guys all have a wonderful start to your work week bye everybody peace and love shop local <laughs>